This is a Poets and Writers page one author reading. To hear more, visit us at pw.org forward slash multimedia or at soundcloud.com forward slash poets and writers. Not long after dinner, Dad started crying in his room again. Usually his weeping was legible and easily classified. There had been a taxonomy of his tears. The sounds of angry heaving meant his attempts at getting a second job had resulted in some new humiliation. Pathetic quavering meant he wished mom would change her mind and come back to us, and so on. But the sound he was making now, which came directly through the poster of Sun Ra on the wall, was some kind of hybrid. Usually, you can't decide what you want to be sad about. Usually, you don't get to decide. Sometimes, it all hits you at once. Sometimes, you don't even know what all is hitting you. Better to let people be when they get that way, though. Earlier that summer, Antonio made a similar horrible sound when he found out exactly how ill his mother was and how much time he was likely to have left with her. Who knows what else he was figuring out, what else was baffling him. When you hear someone you love make a sound like that, the problem isn't that you don't know how to respond. It's that you lose all your reserve, the discipline and self-restraint that were actually keeping everything intact. So you take liberties. You close the door to your friend's room and begin gathering the dented soda cans and empty water bottles, arranging them in rows on his desk. You pick up every loose bit of soiled, funky clothing from the floor and the chair and drop them into the hamper in his closet. You stack the crusted cereal bowls on top of the smeared plates and neatly arrange all the used spoons and forks. With nothing but the palm of your hand, you wipe away the dust on the screen of his TV. You completely understand the power possessed by the illusion of order. So you clarify the shapes and lines of his room. When he makes the horrible sound again, you sit on the bed where he's crumpled into a heap. You clear your palms of dust and lay your body down beside his. You put your arm around him and pull him close and hold fast, your chest knocking against his back. When he turns toward your body and its offering, you kiss along a meridian of his face, first on his eye, then down beneath his cheekbone, then lightly on the leftmost edge of his mouth. You say that you're sorry, but he doesn't understand what you mean. Or maybe he doesn't want to. He decides you're requesting forgiveness for what you've just done. 
and he refuses to grant it. So no matter how horrible the sound, it's best to stay very quiet and avoid calling any attention to yourself. It's best to do absolutely nothing. But if you must do something, scroll through the selection of old photos saved on your phone. Read the first few pages of your new book. Lie there gazing at the poster of Sun Ra on your wall and think about the perfect silence of outer space. Attempt to go away and get lost. Try as a means of control to obliterate yourself without violence. Try to endure the long waking hours and then slip unnoticed into sleep.